The following is a presentation of AOW Productions. This program contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this program do not necessarily state or reflect those of this station or its management. Bringing you controversy at its best with uncensored music, comedy, and political discussion. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Outlaw Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Outlaw Radio for the 6th of March, 2021. I'm your host, Bad Billy. Great show lined up for you today. In just a little bit, I'm going to be speaking with all the band members of a new band called Crossover, spelled K-R-O-Z-O-V-E-R. Yes, uh, later on in the show, okay, there had to be a last minute change. I was supposed to speak with Brandon Esch, who is, of course, uh, the son of Eric Butterbean Esch, and hopefully I get to talk to him sometime down the road. Uh, however, uh, Brandon uh, had to uh, change his schedule at the last moment, so hopefully I can get him on at another time. So in his place, I will be speaking, uh, yes, talking more politics, yes, but uh, things need to be addressed. I, I will be speaking with... Uh, Brett Sessoms out of Mississippi. Now, before I get to all that, I'm going to cue one of the latest songs by Crossover. This is Blackout the Darkness. And I'll be back with the band members of Crossover right after this. And we go a little something like this. Hit it. Now, from a rented basement, because Bad Billy's mom threw him out, it's Outlaw Radio.
thrill seeker rocking out to the station i hear you you're probably even sipping on a drink right now an average blah blah drink in a can or bottle one that doesn't quite hit the spot for you i'll bet you want something different don't you something more take your shot with cold cock whiskey the best whiskey anywhere why because it's different from other liquors cold cock whiskey is herbal whiskey 100 all natural herbs blended with aged american whiskey no more morning after sugar hangovers from other liquors. With Cold Cock's blend of herbs, including green tea, hibiscus, ginger, eucalyptus, and more, you'll be in herbal heaven. Cold Cock Whiskey, available at spirit stores and distributors America-wide. Find one near you at coldcockwhiskey.com. Follow Cold Cock Whiskey on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Celebrate those special moments with friends. Raise your glass. Take your shot. You must be 21 or older to drink Cold Cock Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Because there are some people out there who need practical advice. And yes, I'm talking about you. Wisdom beyond value from the desk of Mr. Holland. If you say, I shouldn't be telling you this. At the beginning of a conversation, people will pay more attention to you. Mr. Holland, Mr. Holland, over here, over here. Ma'am, ma'am, please keep it in your pants. Freedom of speech is the most important civil liberty in a democratic society. It's our biggest weapon against fear and conformity and protects us from living under a communist government. It's important for individuals and social growth and it protects us from censorship and corruption. Don't be silenced. Express your freedom of speech. This message is brought to you by the NAB Education Foundation, the Broadcast Education Association, the Cormac Foundation, and this station. First, there was Cranked Up Live. This is Cranked Up Live. Then, Cranked Up went Country. Today's best and tomorrow's greats. Cranked Up Country. Now, Cranked Up Live is back. <laughs> this is a sizzling hot podcast. 
Crate Up Live. Curtis McKinney and Brad Hennington will keep you listening, keep you laughing, and keep you coming back for more. Convicted felons will no longer be called convicted felons. Do you know what they want to call them, Curtis? <laughs> no. Justice-involved individuals is what they renamed them. Listen and download the podcasts at crankeduplive.com. Check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash crankeduplive. Cranked Up Live. Some material may not be suitable for children under 18. Hey, I'm Nick, and you're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we say what the fuckity fuck we want. No exceptions. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard Blackout the Darkness by Crossover, and it is my pleasure to welcome four of the band members of Crossover onto the show, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. So whoever's hey, ready I- to go, go. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm Nick. I'm Andy. And I'm Nick, the drummer. Hi, I'm Javier, guitar player, lead guitar. All right. And uh, you're you're uh, all out of uh, different areas, right? Yes. Yes, the guys are from the States. I'm in Canada. Yes, and, and uh, yes. like I said before I started recording, uh, You'll be the third consecutive that I've had out of Canada, out of Montreal, to be precise. So, thank you very much for joining the show. Thank you for having us. Thank Absol- you. Absolutely. Now, for those who are not familiar with Crossover, why don't you give a little background, tell listeners about yourselves, about the band. Well, Crossover is an international band. Um, obviously, like I said, Canada, U.S. Um, we're a rock band. Um, we've been together since 2019 with uh, the current lineup. Uh, Javier just joined us last month. Um, the band was formed in 2012 by Andy and his wife. And that's where it's all started from. And now today we're here, the four of us, and we're crossover. Interesting, interesting. So the the name cross, crossover, is that because, because uh, basically you're in Canada, the rest are in the States or... How did how did the name of that come to be? And actually, uh, it came up. Yeah, it uh, it actually came up for me and my wife. We uh, thought, hey, you know, we cross over into different genres of rock, so we just thought, hey, crossover that sounds you know catchy and unique or whatever. So that that's how we came up with it, and very unique way of spelling it too, I might add as well. Yes, awesome. with, with the K and their Z and there, yes. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Now, you t- you just said um, that uh, you basically mix different genres of rock. Of course, I was listening a little bit. I get a bit of a feel of uh, some 90s grunge, a little bit of touch of Nirvana in there, um, you know, some, some classic hard rock. But overall, who would you say are your main influences? Well, the, the, the way we sound is because we we're, none of us are influenced by the same bands. Um, I'm influenced by In This Moment, uh, Evanescence, um, you know, strong, powerful female vocals. Um, I'll, let you, I'll let the guys talk about their influences. Yeah, I'm, I'm influenced by like uh, Three Days Grace, Breaking Benjamin. You know, uh, de- those are definitely the main two bands for me. 
Yes, yes, I can I can definitely hear uh, that touch of it as well. And uh, and uh, also, Nix, I had a question for you as well. Um, now, yeah. um, one thing uh, I've noticed uh, now, especially in the rock genre or the metal genre, whatever it may be, there's way too many genres if you ask me. But uh, ever since, especially since uh, Evanescence uh, burst out on the scene, you know, females have been have been making huge, huge waves in this industry. Now, you know, back in the 50s when it was really, really male-dominated and we had, uh, in country music, we had singers like Patsy Cline or Tammy Wynette who, who stamped their place in country music, but it, it seems only recently that uh, females have stamped their place really good in rock and roll. I'm, I mean... And there, there's artists out there who I feel deserve more recognition than they really have. Like Lita Ford is one of my all-time favorites. And Absolutely. She, I was going to mention Dolores from the Cranberries also. Yeah, Dolores, uh, yes. And, and Dora. Stevie Nicks. Yeah, Dora's another one too, you know. And yes. Of course, I think they only just recently put Joan Jett in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But uh, uh, yeah. Um, in your opinion, as a female, why do you think it's uh, taken such uh, huge steps for uh, females in rock and roll to gain the respect and recognition? I mean, I think it's like everything else. Uh, it takes time. It takes a lot of people that won't give up. Uh, like we mentioned, Lita Ford, Joan Jett. Uh, there's so many of them that paved the way and, uh, it's like anything else. I mean, I played hockey for 12 years. Hockey is, was a male-dominated sport when I started. Mm -hmm. um, and by the time I was done playing at around 21, 22, um, the girl leagues were out. Girls were playing hockey. And I think it's just evolution, just like um, girls are taking their place now in the metal world, in the rock world. And I think it's about time. Um, it's time to give them the recognition they deserve. Yes, most definitely. I agree 100%. You know, it's like, like I said, Lita Ford's one of my all-time favorites. I mean, not only is she a good singer, but uh, she she's she's a very good guitar player. In fact, uh, there's, a, there's mm -hmm. another girl out there. I don't know if you've heard of her, but uh, uh, have you heard of uh, Orianthe? Yes. Okay, because a lot of people haven't. And she, she too, because of that, I say she's underrated. I mean, I talked maybe uh, two out of two out of ten people have probably heard out of Orianthe. But there's a lot of those bands. Like um, I, I was very excited. Um, I got followed by Mixie and Stitched Up Heart. That's another smaller rock metal band. Um, I mean, the girl is a beast when she sings. And she's not very well known either. She's um, hitting Twitch World right now, playing video games, trying to get her name out there. But she's a singer, you know? Yes, absolutely. And of course, this uh, current uh, COVID pandemic we're in uh, can't, can't help any, of, any matters of those. In fact, uh, from what I understand, uh, the majority of you uh, have, haven't even met yet. You're just basically uh, doing what... Uh, what a lot of bands are doing in re remote locations. Somebody plays a solo on a guitar, passes it on to the next person, go to the next person, do that kind of mixing. If I'm, if Absolutely. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. yeah none of us have ever met. So. No, 
we haven't met yet. The guys, the guys should meet hopefully at the end of March. I mean, that's what we're talking about. I'm still stuck over here. Government, um, it, it's so hard it, to get out is one thing to come back in the country is one other thing, you know? And, um, so the guys are going to meet up and I'm going to record from over here and we're going to keep doing what we're doing until we can meet up. Yes. Now let me ask you, ask you this, even though I la asked the last two artists, uh, as, as far as, uh, where you're located, um, are you seeing any light at the end of the tunnel yet? Uh, especially with uh, Texas lift, lifting uh, all the bands and uh, other states are going to follow suit. Do you, do you think uh, because of all this, there there's uh, soon going to be some light at the end of your tunnel there? I, I, I don't know. Canada's treating this a lot differently than the states. Uh, I was in the states in September uh, last year, and we went out to the restaurant. I went out to have a drink. And I mean, when I came back home, that was like the talk of the, you know what I mean? Everybody was like, whoa, Mel had a drink at a bar. Like, this is where we are right now. Like, um, Montreal is in the red zone, they call it. And we're staying still in the red zone. So we still have an 8 p.m. curfew. We still, it, it's getting very tiring. Um, but I mean, we have to stay hopeful, right? Um, um, something's got to give at one point and there's not going to be a normal like we know normal to be, but I mean, there's going to be a new normal way to live our lives. Gotcha. Gotcha. And uh, uh, stepping away from that subject, of course, Mel, I also have to ask you too. I mean, I assume because uh, I was in Montreal when I was 18 and uh, it was it was a completely different city back then, of course. Uh, I ran into people that didn't speak English at all. Um, but uh, from what I understand now, most people there are bilingual between uh, between French and English. And I have to assume you're one of those people, correct? Yes, yes. I'm French-Canadian. I was yeah. uh, raised French. And um, I, I, I mean, I always spoke English. It's something uh, my grandparents, you know, really made sure of because it's important. Um, there's still some people here that don't speak French. We're in Quebec. Yeah, Quebec is very French, and uh, no, I won't speak English. But the generations are growing, and you see the change in the generation. It's it's nice to see. Yeah, I mean, when I was there, that was the early nineties. So understand? Yeah, no, that no. Back then, it was very French, and uh, we're not learning English, and you know. Yes, and I and I realized too. I was old enough to drink for the first time in my life. Until I left, of course. Eighteen years old here. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and we're so close to the border. You trust me. There's a lot of people that cross that border to come have drinks. Oh, I I know, I know, because I I have friends in Montana who go up to uh, who 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 were going up to Calgary, I think, to go up and party. So. Oh yeah, for sure. But uh, I wanted to ask you. Um, have you ever thought about uh, writing a song where that uh, may be in French or at least have some French lyrics in it? Uh, maybe at one point we could, yes. I mean, it's not something that we've talked about yet, but uh, it, definitely something I can bring to the table, yes. I honestly uh, would would like to hear that, even though I don't speak the language. Uh, it's just, to me, it's it's something original, that, and that's what I like about it, especially, you know, when I listen to artists out of uh, South Africa or the Netherlands or uh, uh, out of Germany, what 
like uh, Rammstein, you know, I, I mean, I can't understand the lyrics, but uh, still, you don't have to understand it to appreciate it. Absolutely. You can connect with their energy, with the lyrics, even though you don't know what they're saying at all. Yes. Uh, music is a language by itself, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, so far, uh, how many uh, EPs or LPs or singles, for that matter, have you released so far? Uh, we have six right now. Um, they're going to be reworked once the guys can hit the studio. Uh, but right now on Spotify, Amazon, uh, all the streaming platforms, Pandora, you can find Blackout the Darkness uh, and the five other songs that we have. Yes, yes. Now, during this time, during the, this pandemic uh, where uh, nobody's really doing much of anything, uh, what are the positive uh, things you think you you have taken out of this whole mess? I mean, we the positive I took is that even though everybody's stuck like this, every we've hit the ground and we're running and nothing's stopping us. That's, that's the positive I see. That's, you know, like if, if you don't let something bring you down, you just keep pushing and you keep going. And I try to bring this to every part of my life right now. And um, I think that's, you know, the, the blessing this year is no matter what I, we can still keep pushing. We're still a family, so we're good. Yes, yes, I I definitely see that, see that for sure. Now, uh, with uh, with all of you being in uh, different locations, um, basically, how and you guys can answer this uh, individually if you want. But how did it come to be that uh, basically you you formed crossover? Andy, go for it. You tell the well, story. Okay, so me and my wife formed it, and then in 2019, mm -hmm. I found Nick, and then I met uh, Mel through a mutual friend, and then there we are. So, <laughs> short and simple, right there. So basically, yeah. start started chatting and and uh, sharing ideas, and then this is what came out of it, is what I'm getting out of that. Well, yep. I, I, the guys shared ideas. The guys started uh, playing together and everything. Uh, I'm on a singing app. Uh, where I sing with a bunch of friends, been, been a bunch of years, but especially during COVID, I mean, that's all we have to do. And um, uh, they brought me as a feature on one of their songs, and I actually became the lead singer. And then after that, well, they found Javier. Interesting. Interesting. Now, um, where did you say the... We know we know you're in Canada, but where'd you say the rest of you guys are located? Well, I'm in Virginia. I'm in Richmond, Virginia. Gotcha. So, um, looking looking ahead now, um, obviously, like I like I mentioned before, bands being lifted in Texas, and uh, you know that's obviously going to that's got to give light at the end of the tunnel for other places too. As far as um, get getting together and doing something live, I, I know it's, it's kind of a far stretch from doing that so far with her being in Canada, but uh, I don't know what, what, what are the odds are that uh, that's going to happen, say in the next uh, six months to a year, would you say? It's going to happen. As soon as I can travel and um, I'm, 
going to travel. I'm going to go meet the guys. Obviously, we have to practice all together. We've never played together. And uh, once we're set and comfortable, we're going to start booking some shows. That's all we're waiting for, the band to be lifted so I can fly and we can start pushing more. Yes, yes. So, so basically, just just wait, waiting for them to uh, lift that band, open those borders, and and uh, there you go. Absolutely. You know, and I mean, like I like I said, it's uh, with with Texas doing this, it's only got to got to bring uh, some, something good to the table for you. Well, eventually, I mean, you know, the guys are going to be able to meet up now. Eventually, I'll be able to move. Uh, I'll be able to, you know, travel and. Mm-hmm. So it, it's all a waiting game for now, but um, we'll be ready. I mean, we keep working on our music. We'll have everything ready for when we meet up. Then it's just to practice and to go and book shows. Yes. Now let's uh, talk a little bit about the song that I just played uh, before the interview, Blackout the Darkness. Uh, what would you say is the uh, inspiration behind that song? It's basically not. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, go for it, Andy. Okay. Well, it's basically about not pointing the uh, finger at, you know, someone else to deal with your own problems. That's basically what it's about. Gotcha. Gotcha. As I, I, I think it sounds awesome too. So. Wow. Um, thanks, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, definitely looking forward to uh, more stuff you're going to be putting out in, in the near future as well. I mean, aside from what's uh, not been released too, and obviously given this time, I have to assume you've had more time to write more songs too. Um, let me let me ask you this: uh, for what hasn't been recorded yet, what do you, what uh, can we expect uh, coming in the near future from Crossover? Well, you can expect definitely something that sounds a lot different. <laughs> uh, with Javier being with us and producing the songs. Um, uh, we're working on the next one right now. We're bringing in a featured singer with us. Uh, her name is Nikki. Uh, she won a competition that I ran for two weeks on the singing app. So mm-hmm. we're bringing her as a featured singer. So that's going to be the next song we're working on. We're working on some little projects, two side projects, just to show that, you know, we're still active. We're still here um, through the quarantine. We're not going anywhere. We're, we're here. We're here to stay. <laughs> Yes, yes, most definitely, most definitely. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question now that's gonna make you think a little bit. Uh, you know, my uh, my former co-host he start he started these questions, and uh, for his sake, I keep them going a little bit. But uh, let's say uh, crossover now makes it big. You're gonna hit the you're hitting the charts, and let's pr- pretend that COVID doesn't even exist. So you're going to go on a big nationwide tour, coast to coast, Canada, Mexico, maybe even uh, travel globally a little bit. You have three opening slots of bands or musicians you'd like to have open for you. It could be anybody past or present. Who do you pick? In this moment. (laughs) Said that without any hesitation. There's no hesitation there. I mean, this is... uh the band for me, like Evanescence was one thing, but Maria Brink came in and she just blew the vocals out of there. So having her around would be really awesome. And she's very unique too. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. So we got two more slots. 
I'll leave the guys some slots here. All right. So basically for me, definitely three days grace, uh, you know, past or present. It doesn't matter because both vocalists are great. So, you know, Matt Walsh is great and Adam Gonche is great. So it would be cool to work with any of those guys. All right. That, that'd be an excellent choice for sure. All right. One more. Uh, I would have to say for our sound, it would be awesome to have Lacuna Coil uh, yeah. playing with them uh, in terms of another female fronted band oh, that's just, yeah. you know, you know, rocking away and playing with major artists all over the world right now. So that would be awesome. Yes. Yes. I could also suggest one other female fronted band and that, that would be uh, forever still out of Denmark. If you've ever heard of them. Haven't heard of them. going to add them to the playlist and yeah. go check them out. Actually. Uh, yeah. When, the, when uh, Lacuna coil was in, uh, I, th I think it was either Denmark or, or Amsterdam. I can't remember which, but uh, Lacuna Coil actually opened for them, even though uh, Lacuna Coil is the bigger name. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they're called Forever Still. I interviewed them almost five years ago, or their lead singer, uh, Maya. And, uh, yeah, very, very similar style. I know you would enjoy them. I'll definitely check them out for sure. Yes. Yeah, awesome. Yes. Definitely. Now, now uh, here's a question that I, I like answering just because of the crazy answers I I get from it. And it, I mean, by the way, if I haven't told you ahead of time, I'm sorry. Uh, my show is uncensored. So. Oh, perfect. But, yeah. but um, this doesn't matter uh, if, and it doesn't matter what band you were in or if, if you're playing solo or whatever. You know, any of you got some stories you want to share, but uh, say it doesn't matter if you're at some dirty dive bar, some shithole out in the middle of nowhere, Kentucky, that holds a, a maximum capacity of about 200 or excuse me, 25 people or you, you book out uh, Madison Square Garden. What is the craziest thing you think you have witnessed while performing on stage? Oh, I, I was at a bar. Like, like, like you said, just a little dive bar is about what I'd say maybe 30 people max in there and it was packed. It was my first show. So a lot of people came to, you know, cheer me on some friends, but there was some random people there. And it was this lady that was dancing on every song that I sang. And I mean, she was tanked. I mean, she was fucked up. <laughs> and yeah, so <laughs> she was just dancing away and just, you know, it started getting a little too much. So they had to kind of bring her back to her seat and try to keep her there, which was impossible. <laughs> so, yeah. Anybody else want to pitch in on this one? <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, guys went quiet. Very quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. That's not the most outrageous story I've heard. I will tell you that. I mean, I've heard some good no. ones anytime. I, <laughs> What's that? I wish. I said, I wish, you know, maybe once we hit more shows and we get more opportunities to, you know, maybe we'll have wilder stories than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, getting, getting back on the subject a little bit of touring as well. Um, for you, 
where is that dream stage for you? Anywhere in the U.S., Canada, doesn't matter. Anywhere globally, where is that dream stage for you? Where do you do you think you would absolutely love to play and leave your mark? Um, I, for me, since I've like forever, I guess it's the sound, it's the acoustic, it's everything in there. As Sydney, the Opera House, mm, the place a- is beautiful. The acoustic is just amazing in there. Finally, a different answer than uh, Madison Square Garden or Wembley Arena. (laughs) Uh, John Paul Jones Arena is uh, a beautiful place to play. Yes, I've heard only a little bit about that one, but uh, of course, another common answer I get is uh, Red Rocks in Colorado. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Yes. All right. So I don't have very many more questions, but uh, I guess uh, I'll I'll go ahead and hit my final one. So let's say a group of kids ages 15 to early 20s approach you guys and tell you that they're going to start a band. They want to burst into the music business. What advice do you think you could give them? Um take your time make sure you know what you sound like you know make it your sound don't try to copy anybody else um be unique if you try to copy somebody else you're you're not yourself here and don't give up i mean i had so many doors close on my face and slammed in my face and um then i met andy and nick and you know we were just the band making music together and then we started pushing and pushing and pushing the guys are relentless they they hit people up for interviews for radios for you can't just sit there it's not for everybody to just sit there and get instant fame and instant glory you know some of us work hard for it and um, just don't be afraid to work for what you want well i can tell you've definitely worked worked hard for what you've got for sure oh definitely definitely and there's no giving up i mean if you have a dream just pursue it and just make it happen. You know, and that that's a very good point you make too, because it seems like, you know, since, uh, si- since the nineties, you know, I mean, since the eighties and nineties, the industry has changed so much, you know, like back then people wanted to go to New York. They want to go to Los Angeles, wh- wherever to make their dreams come true. Now we've got the internet and, and um, there's an endless pool of talent out there but uh, you know, and not not all of them are going to get that big break too, which is which is very sad, you know. But um, you know, it's a lot easier to put yourself out there with the internet these days, and uh, unfortunately, because of that too, it seems to have saturated the market a little bit. And that's yeah. why I said that's where you have to work. That's where you have to work your ass off and push. If you just make your music and put it out there, I mean, a few people are going to hear it, but. Got to push it. Yes, yes. So like I said, that's all the questions I have for you. In just a little bit, I'm going to hit a five-song music set where I'm, I'm going to play a couple more of your songs. Uh, but before I get to that, uh, I want to go ahead and give you this opportunity to go ahead and give yourself a plug. Tell the listeners where they can find Crossover. you got a website, social media, Reverb Nation, iTunes, Spotify, and all that good shit. 
we got we got all of that. I we just hit Pandora. We're on Spotify. We're on Amazon Music. We're on iTunes. Uh, it's crossover, like the band name K R O Z O V E R. Uh, type it up on Facebook. Hit that follow, and on there you can see the merch we have. You can see the website that we have. Uh, I mean, all the updates. We have a TikTok. We have an Instagram. We're everywhere. All right. Well, I really appreciate your time here on the show, and I wish you the absolute best in your future endeavors, and I'm going to be looking forward to hearing more from you in the near future. Thank you so much for having us. It, it was a yeah. pleasure talking to you. All right. Thank you very much. You bet. Yeah, thank Take you. care. You too. So with that said, we're going to go to the first music set. Like I said, three more songs by Crossover. Plus, we have Idaho 75 and Mad Hatter into the mix. With that said, we'll be back after this. This is the kind of thing that just tickles my balls. You're listening to Outlaw Radio. And if you don't agree with our opinions, then fuck your mother. Hey, do you kiss your girlfriend with that mouth?
everyone deserves part of the American dream. But how do you get your part of the pie? We're the Economic Recovery Group. We'll show you how to get what you deserve as an American by claiming disability, unionizing and goofing off, or how to become a Native American tribe and open a casino in your garage or basement. It's the government's job to bail you out and give you the lifestyle you deserve. You shouldn't have to pay taxes. Someone else should. The Economic Recovery Group. Call today and we'll help your government help you.
Welcome to Video Land. to rescue the princess. Check six, check seven, check eight, bit bullshit. Giving the nerds something to roll with. We're gonna party like it's 1986. Blow in the cartridge and get you fixed. You all know me. I'm that rapper with a nine power glove and a sawed off zapper. Electric light in your skulls. Direct hit, you explode in the pixels. Transported to the land long ago. You know what they say, Nintendo's before hoes. All the lonely boys will agree. Life was tough when Rob was your only buddy. But don't worry, girls, the shit's for you too. Even chicks exist. Shocking but true. So come on, come on, do you walk? Yes, follow me. On a journey through the NES I am the one Mad Hat is my name The prodigal son A video game I can't be outdone That is my claim And when I am done I won't be the same I am the one Mad Hat is my name The prodigal son A video game I can't be outdone I don't give a damn That guy's better run Because I am The game master Incredible skills To get thrills, record kills And dodge bullet bills Like the Matrix yes. But don't hate this No You can go ahead and diss if you insist yeah. There's a lot of haters out there That think this is dumb But there's a lot more people That know where I'm coming from now I got this dorky flow to lay on ya Rappin' nerds before nerdcore was a genre Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, select, start Me and player two gonna tear us apart But the cheat codes, yo, we don't need those uh. We just go for bonus points like a free throw Then leave a high score shining in the stars above If you're feeling nostalgic, show me some love I give one-ups to people playing the classics Cats so old school that the skills are Jurassic I had to take all you back in time I had to take them old heroes and make them rhyme The lines are hot like a fire flower Dedication gives me the Nintendo power To unleash and unlock these worlds again Hey, bit bullshit, let the games begin I am the one Mad Hatter's my name The prodigal son A video game I can't be outdone That is my claim When I am done I won't be the same I am the one Mad Hatter's my name The prodigal son A video game I can't be outdone I don't give a damn That guy's better run Because I am The game master Incredible skills To get thrills, record kills And dodge bullet bills Like a Matrix yes. But don't hate this no. You can go ahead and diss if you insist there's a lot of haters out there that think this is dumb But there's a lot more people that know where I'm coming from Now I got this dorky flow to lay on ya <laughs> I will defeat all the levels and their bosses And my high school will reflect all their losses When it comes to game, I am unfazable You might as well call me a star because I am invincible I am the one Mad Hat is my name The prodigal son A video game I can't be outdone That is my claim When I am done I won't be the same I am the one Mad Hat is my name yeah. The prodigal son A video game I can't be outdone I don't give a damn I better run Cause I am The Game Master
There is no other feeling than strapping up or grabbing those kettlebells, grappling on the mat, or doing some shadow boxing, getting knocked down, getting back up, throwing strikes, and then doing it all over again. So when you hear someone scream, gear up, you better get ready, because it's just you, your hunter athletic gear, and the voice telling you to train harder. No matter how much experience you have, Hunter Athletic Gear stands with you all the way. Their products are engineered for utmost comfort, protection, and speed. Battle after battle, Hunter Athletic Gear is the brand celebrating your victory. Hunter Athletic Gear has a range of great training and fight gear for men and ladies, including compression pants, fight shorts, hoodies, vests, caps, and bikinis. They can create custom branded ranges for your gym or business. Visit their website at huntermma.co.za. Gear up and let's train. What news and information are your media dollars buying when the narrative is prescribed by the advertisers? Scripted lies, media brainwashing, and thought control. Take back your voice. Take back our media. But most of all, take back our First Amendment. Subscribe to Caravan to Midnight today for hard-hitting commentary free from political correctness and media bias as I and some of the most intelligent and interesting people on Earth delve deep into what really lies beyond the headlines. Three to four hour uninterrupted and uncensored information. Join our CTM family today. Join the movement. Join the fight for freedom and independence. Caravan to Midnight is media for the people, by the people, independent of commercial obligations or influence. For less than a cup of coffee per month, you can make a difference. Let the people fund the next news network. Help us grow. Help us create a platform where we place freedom of speech and thought first. Join the family at caravantomidnight.com. It's well known that we live in a world where even good police officers can become targets for frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide liability insurance for police officers to eliminate your exposure and to protect you. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. Mark your calendar and make plans now to experience Highway 30 Music Fest 2021, June 23rd, 24th, 25th, and 26th at the Twin Falls Fairgrounds in Filer, Idaho. With good food and drink, country music, Americana music, rock and red dirt, there's something for everyone. Performing Saturday, June 26th, the James Lee Band. She's a kind of girl you'd like to call your own. Nick Sterling and the Nomads. Welcome to the war Party. You might think that you're redneck, but I'm rednecker than you, yes I am. And more. Sponsors of Highway 30 Music Fest 2021 include Bish's RV, Donnelly Sports, and Swire Coca-Cola. Have a great time while helping organizations and families in need. Highway 30 Music Fest will take place rain or shine. To order tickets and for more information, visit hwy30musicfest.com. Yo, baby, you've ever your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Fuck the shit. Fuck the fucking shit. Fuck shit. You're listening to Outlaw Radio. Now buy a sewing machine, take it home, and cram it up your ass. Fuck shit. The shit. Fuck shit. Shit. Fuck. All right, ladies and gentlemen. 
Welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Cold Cock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take your shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, gear up, let's train. And USAC, the United South Africa Coalition. Go to USAC.center for more information. The songs you just heard. You just heard Culture of Corruption by Crossover. Interesting title. Sounds like the world we're living in right now. Before that, Matt Hatter with The Game Master. Before that, crossover with a thousand times. Before that, Idaho 75 with Come On Up to the House. And starting off the whole set, crossover with Stranger. All right, in just a little bit, I will be joined by Brett Sessoms out of Mississippi for Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk. But before we get to that, it's time to expose... The Outlaw Radio Idiot of the Week. All right, the Outlaw Radio Idiot of the Week this week is a Florida man. <laughs> Imagine that, yes. <laughs> Florida man Alex Bonilla out of Orlando. Caught his wife in bed with another man, so he uh, went to go see the other man took a pair of scissors, and cut his dick off. <laughs> I haven't heard about this since Lorena Bobbitt. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, yeah, you can see his mugshot. Read the article on uh, our Twitter, Outlaw Radio ABS, as long as I still have it before I be might become a part of the purge. Who knows? <laughs> like I said. But, uh, anyway... It's time for Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk. Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk. I just want to tell you that America is the greatest place on earth. We will make America great again. We the people tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us. We the people are the driver. The government is the car. And we decide where it should go and by what route and how fast. Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk starts now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this edition of Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk. And yes, I told you I wanted to keep it uh, politically free. However, I, and I did have a guest that was going to help me do that, but he could not make the show. So, and there's still a lot to talk about. So, uh, I want to cover everything. I want to welcome Brett Sessoms to the show out of Mississippi. Brett, how you doing? Uh, doing well. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, Brett, if I'm not mistaken, you're also another uh, American activist for South Africa, helping ad address the uh, total corruption going on there the farm murders what's going on with the a and c the thing just overall the things they're doing uh you're you've addressed a lot of that on your youtube channel correct that is correct and uh if i can bring that up I, i'm at last time i checked i had over a thousand subscribers today but down to 997 998 excuse me so i'm too shy of a thousand so uh, my youtube channel is the same as my name uh brett Sessler. Yes, yes. So basically, the purge continues. It goes over to to YouTube, and uh, of course, what we know what they did to John B. Wells, and they and they've also done the same thing to my good friend uh, Hawk Montgomery. So yeah, I mean they th those gentlemen they cannot post live until May, 
and some people are getting their content deleted. Now, I got deleted off of YouTube 10 years ago, but that was because I was doing something that was a deletable offense. I was posting stuff up that was copyrighted material. So, yeah, I can see where that's a deletable offense, but this other crap now? Come on. This is this is ridiculous. So. Oh, I agree. And um, and a lot of my friends have cheered me up with all this. I've been a little bit discouraged because I get to a thousand views and it go way then it go way down and then it go up. But um, it's like at nine hundred ninety eight right now. And sometimes fake accounts happen, and if it's fake accounts, then YouTube needs to delete them and take them off. And sometimes mistakes do happen. We're human. I get that. But um, Ronaldo Host, I don't know if you follow his channel. He's a South African politician. Yes, I do. Opposition. Yes. Well, Ronaldo has recently had 100,000 subscribers, but one, it took him forever to get there. He had been at like 99,000 for months. And uh -huh. he was averaging over a few a day at one point. And he's been knotted up, and he ha still hasn't gotten to 101,000, and it's been two weeks. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of people had subscribers that complained that his, um, that, they weren't getting notifications of his live stream or that YouTube accidentally took them off as a subscriber. That never happened to me, but um, so I can't say that it's true or not, but that's what a lot of people were saying. And Chris Wyatt, do you follow his channel by any chance? No, I don't believe I've ever heard of him. Chris Wyatt is a retired U.S. Army colonel, uh, and he was a U.S. liaison to several of our African allies. And he is an activist in South Africa as well. Well, YouTube, when uh, when he interviewed the USA rugby coach, a, a white South African who's, who's their coach, Gary Gold, YouTube in the middle of the stream ended the stream and said that, uh, that there was a copyright claim, but there was nothing copyright. He was just interviewing Gary Gold, a rugby coach. Well, uh, so YouTube, and then YouTube took a few more of his videos off and Chris White almost got banned from YouTube over nothing. Uh, some video he made about Jacob Zuma, they said violated child safety measures. I saw a video, there was nothing in violation of child safety on it. You and, know, yeah. Well, they'll, they'll, find, they'll find any excuse they can, Brett. They'll, they just go after any excuse they can. But to, well, well, I want to get back to that uh, because of... What I want to bring up first is uh, what I'm reading here that I got from the uh, from from the uh, the NGO, the Rome Research Institution of South Africa, that always sends me a report at the end of every month of uh, farm murders and farm attacks. Now, I'd like to know how the hell um, Cyril Ramaphosa and Mbeki Seely, those those two st stupid bozos who don't they don't belong in the positions that they have but they have them because they're corrupt so they say they say that these farm murders are just normal crime number one if it's a murder i don't care if uh, you had if you had uh, stolen something from a vet and, and euthanized somebody or you rape and murder and uh, bludgeon them to death or whatever you know, murder is murder, and murder is not normal crime. Whether you do it fast and painless or slow torture, murder is murder, and that is not normal crime. And especially the fashion that it's the way it's done, we have Adam Heffer, 87 years old, Johannes uh, Othuzan, 
uh, 84 years old. Uh, they were on a farm in, uh, uh, I don't know what, what uh, province this is. I have to assume it might be the Western Cape. I'm not sure. Brutally murdered and body burnt. Another one out of uh, KwaZulu-Natal. Stabbed and strangled to death. Somebody else who survived their attacks, severely beaten, dingers broken with the back of a handle of a machete and tied up. How, how can they classify any of this as normal crime? They're, they're lying. Uh, just for a quick, you probably already know this, Senator Ramaphosa went to the United Nations and he said, we don't have a farm murder problem in South Africa. And now everybody knew that that was a lie. Yeah, we knew so that was bullshit. Got back to South Africa, but when he went on national TV and Becky Seeley basically did the same thing, they said, we have a farm murder problem, but it's not, it's crimes of opportunity because of our economy. They're not uh, racially motivated crimes. And that is probably only true about 20% of the time. And they may say, well, some black-on-black murders are just as bad as the gruesome, the torture. Typically, that can happen, but typically, if it's a gruesome black-on-black murder, it's because they're rival tribes. And if the Zulu and the Kosa are around each other, typically they hate each other. There's going to be a brutal murder, and it's going to be a lot. And it's the same thing. If a white farmer is tortured like they are, it's out of hatred because they're white. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the rape. It is. It, if, if, if it is not a racially motivated murder, typically it's a quick gunshot to the head and stuff gets stolen. But that's only about 20 to 30 percent of the farm murders. Very few things get stolen. Typically, the farmer is raped. The farmer's wife is raped in front of the farmer. The daughter's wives are raped in front of the farmer. And some of the killers, they don't try to be HIV positive, but if they know that they are, they'll go in there and try to, and if they don't kill the farmer's wife, they'll rape them to try to infect them with HIV. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I've got Ernst Root's book, too. What I mean, and one of the most horrible things that I, I read, I mean, they gave gave details of what goes on in a farm murder there. If you've ever you've ever get your hands on that book, uh, "Kill the Boar" by Ernst Roots. I've heard it, and I've it, actually met Ernst a few times online, yeah, but yeah. Um, I've never read the book. But I want to. Yeah, I've 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 had Ernst on the show a, a couple of years ago, and it was good talking to him. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm one one lady. Uh, apparently. Once the guys couldn't get it up anymore, they stuffed shards of broken glass in her vagina. Did you? It, well, no, I'm there. It would not shock me. I never heard that story, but I have heard of the ones that they don't kill. They'll cut their eyelids, uh, their eyelashes, so they won't, have, so they can't close their eyes, and they'll watch the other family. So they have to watch their other family member get tortured and die slowly. But, uh, you know, and I get people telling me, you got to think locally. You got to think the United States of America. We got we to gotta pay attention to what's going on in South Africa because that is the blueprint. South Africa and Venezuela are the blueprints of what they want here in our country. And ever since, you know, they stole the election, you can't tell me any different 
I'm sorry. No, that this election was stolen because, I mean, how the hell was Donald Trump massively ahead in Pennsylvania and then all of a sudden over 10,000 votes alone for Biden? Doesn't make any sense. We're talking like over 10,000 consecutive votes for Biden. And yet uh, Wisconsin has more, more votes than they have voters. This election was stolen. So that's one thing. I mean, they're pulling that kind of crap. That's why the ANC always wins in South Africa, you know, and... Fraud this last election, but I mean, I'll say this because I talked with the South Korean Air Force for uh, two years. I voted for Trump twice. So yes. man, I don't regret doing that. But um, Trump made a lot of enemies with some of the way he did some of our allies, and the um, and he lost, and he had him having that falling out with Jim Mattis as Secretary of Defense hurt his military vote, I believe. I think, and, it, and it's typically a strong military base. Now, he did the VA really good, which is why more veterans voted for him. Um, so, I mean, he did a lot of good things with our economy and stuff, but he made a lot of enemies. But the mail-in ballot, the mail-in ballot vote is, is fraudulent. And the mail-in ballots have to be defeated or we're never going to know if somebody legitimately wins an election or not. The mail-in ballots are unconstitutional. And not only the mail-in ballots, but also this uh, Dominion voting. They got to get away. They got to do away with that, because actually they had. You know, I said I was talking to uh, somebody else. I was talking to um, uh, God. I can't think of his name right off the bat. Uh, Mike Velarde. He is running for a congressional seat in uh, Florida. You know, he. Um, him and I both agreed, you know, that uh, Trump was not going to win the state of California. But statistics showed that before um, Italy and China took over the uh, Dominion voting, Trump actually had the state of California in his pocket. And uh, all of a sudden, they uh, started, Italy gets involved and... Um, those Dominion machines, they're not supposed to be hooked up to the internet. So they're getting in there, and whoever's voting for Trump, they're switching that to Biden. That's been proven. And, uh, and, and yeah, so, and then California calls before their polls even close. To, so you can't tell me that that's not suspicious. Well, Arizona, I mean, Arizona was called for Biden before the polls even closed, number one. We do know that. And we do know that Biden probably would have won New Jersey anyway. And the New Jersey conservatives who called in Newsmax said that. But what they also said was they got mail-in ballots in their home. And this one guy who's a dad, but his kids had recently moved out. And um, so, but they had the mail-in ballots to, for his kids as well, because kids were over 18 before they moved out. But he said he threw the ballots away and voted for his candidate and sent it in. But he said, how do we know everybody else did the, did the right thing, too? There's no monitoring of that mail-in ballot system. I mean, he, he, he said if he wanted to be fraudulent, which he wasn't, he could have easily uh, filled out another ballot and put his kid's signature on there. Oh, yeah. They, and, and they did that, too, with, like, cats and dogs and dead people and whatnot. So what the Supreme Court needs to do, and I highly doubt they'll do it, but what they need to do is they need to call the mail-in ballots unconstitutional, and they need to call for an immediate re-election. And, and I do think whether Trump won that election fair and square or not, um, 
in, in November. I kind of you wouldn't, but nowadays, because Biden's making so many bad decisions, I think he would. Well, uh, nobody, I mean, Biden was proven to be as incompetent as he was, you know, calling Trump Abraham Lincoln and all the, all the stupid shit that he could have done. He, he did it. I mean, you know, you normally don't like to see abuse of an elderly person, but, uh, you know, what, what choice did Trump have in this case? Because, because Biden was no competition in the, in the debates. So, you know, it's this, if you can't see the holes in this bullshit, there's something wrong with you. I mean, yeah, I agree. You know, Trump made mistakes. Trump made some enemies and whatnot. But still, you know, with he's a better choice than Biden. You know, he he when he talked about make America great again, he he talked about making America first. You know, he talked about not keeping our borders closed and coming coming into this country legally. He talked about doing things as written according to the Constitution. And of course, the mainstream media has to, to has to brainwash the masses to saying, telling everybody he's racist, you know. But uh, you know the the point is, you know the the fact of the matter is, after what we just witnessed in this last election, this kind of thing has been happening in South Africa for their last few elections. Not every the majority of the masses there don't want the ANC. They don't like the ANC. However, the ANC still keeps winning even though the majority of people, black or white, do not like them. Um some of that now I mean I've talked to Ronaldo Host is not sure if there's voter fraud in South Africa. I'm not gonna say there there is or isn't, but what I am gonna say is this. It has badly been historically misrepresented that the ANC ended the apartheid. ANC played a role, but it was a very small role compared to a lot of other organizations. And there's just this, this tradition with a lot of the masses that we may hate the ANC, we may hate what they're doing, but they liberated us, so we need to vote for them. Now, that tradition's kind of going down with the younger generation because a lot of them never grew up in apartheid. And they don't understand their parents' support for an organization that parents hate. Um, and the economy is just going down so much. Um, mm -hmm. So that's going on. But what I will say is there is some uh, dissent and dissatisfaction within the ANC, particularly in KwaZulu-Natal. And there's a, that, that's like a, a, a battleground between the, the ANC and the more moderate in Casa Freedom Party, the ISB. Um, that if there's any in KwaZulu-Natal, IFP supporters as well as dissenting ANC members have showed up dead. I, oh, I have no the, doubt about that. Showed up dead. We do know that. That is a fact. You know. You know. I there for for a long time, Brett. I I looked up to Nelson Mandela as uh, as kind of a mentor as one should be because uh, you know I. At that time, I drank the Kool-Aid, you know, and, and showed, yo, he's he's forgiven the people that have oppressed him for so many years. And then I learned the truth of apartheid. I learned the truth of Mandela. And I know, I realized Mandela's a piece of shit. And and so, you know, I've uh, whatever respect I had for him is gone. Um, but uh, here's here's the here's the thing there too is. Um, I've been watching, I watched the movies made about Mandela and there, and I realized there was one thing I had to question, like, uh, 
One in particular was the uh, the movie, I think it was uh, Mandela and DeClerc that uh, had uh, Sidney Portier and uh, Michael Caine in it. And uh, they, they talked about the Encarta Freedom Party, and basically in these movies and other movies, they, they made the Encarta Freedom Party to sound like monsters and terrorists, and they're, they're just the worst of the worst. Until so, I decided... What's that? What's that? Um, what I was going to say, I do agree with that. I don't know if you've heard about the Shell House Massacre. Now, I think Mandela gets a bad rap for it. He got some bad in intel, but and this was the thing that he didn't do, even though we disagree with Mandela. I mean, I, I, I overall liked him, but he wasn't he wasn't perfect, and I'll, I'll go about that further. But his lieutenant, that he didn't discipline, by the way, for giving him false intelligence, said these Encasa uh, protesters outside our Shell House are they're going to, uh, they're armed, they're going to take over the office, they're going to do this. So Mandela ordered the shooting of these protesters, but no weapons were found on, on these protesters. They were peaceful protesters right before 1994. Well, and, yeah. and that happened. And while that was false intelligence, he didn't discipline the lieutenants for having that fault, giving him false intelligence reports. But go ahead. But uh, the uh, the Carter Freedom Party, I decided to uh, look them up and see what they were about, and what their ideology was about, and what what do I find that they are right wing conservatives, who are pro capitalist, anti communist, and basically, you know, I I think I'm not I I can't quote anybody on this, but I think uh, Encarta wanted to keep apartheid the way it was because they, I mean, I'm not all for the segregation, mind you. I'm not, but you have even, you have Delirious Malema even came out and said that uh, things were, were a lot better under apartheid. There are black people out there that are, that are saying bring apartheid back because we felt safer we may have been segregated, but we felt safer, you know. So, the I'm not going to say the Encarta Freedom Party was perfect, but but they had the better ideology, which is anti-communism, which we know the ANC is very pro-communism. That is true, and what we do know, the IFT gets a bad reputation with the Boy Patong massacre, and yes, they did massacre innocent ANC supporters that weren't terrorists, but what happened was there were, I mean, the Encarta Freedom Party was facing terror attack after terror attack after terror attack. And one day they snapped, they went to go look for the actual terrorists, but the terrorists weren't at the house, but their wives and kids were, and they just snapped. But it was, uh, and I'm not justifying what happened, but they snapped after about like five or ten terror attacks that came their way. Um, it was not uncommon during the apartheid years for the for ANC supporters to find Encarta Freedom Party members and kill them in a drive-by. I mean, um, well, just... And it was a frequent occurrence. And and it is a myth that the apartheid government never supplied the Encanta Freedom Party with weapons or anything like that. That has been myth. That has been a myth. And it's never been proven. Well, it... And I know for a fact, I know for a fact that when, when Winnie Mandela said, with our matches and our tires... We will liberate this country. They were not referring to white people at that moment. She was referring no, to their black opponents, the more moderate black. Yeah, exactly. They, that was to, that was towards mainly the Encarta Freedom Party and anybody else who opposed their views. 
Um, it, it was, and I mean, to Nelson Mandela's defense, that's one reason him and Winnie separated. Um, they separated on friendly terms because Winnie was the mother of, of his kids, and I, and I can understand that. I mean, he didn't oppose. Um, he didn't. Um, he didn't support necklacing, and yes, they did separate. But what I was going to say is, I don't think it was the end of apartheid, but I will say this. Mandela had a white uh, uh, housing advisor, Joe Slobo, who was anti-apartheid activist. But Joe Slobo was a committed communist. Yes. Like Mandela was. Never around the communism. And, and Mandela got a lot of flack for having a white housing member from his party, but he told the party, you know, fuck you, I'm not going to be anti-white. Um, but, um, but, but uh, hold on, hang on one second. Uh, but what I was going to say is, is that he um, he told the party, you know, fuck you, I'm not going to be anti-white. But Mandela and Joe Slobo overpromised what was going to be given in apartheid. They both promised a bunch of free shit, and that's just not how life works. You got to work for what you get. You know, basically the Bernie Sanders route, you know. But uh, you know. Um, it was Brindy Wells was uh, telling her husband, you know, she's watching what's going on here. To her, it's a moment of deja vu, especially with like Black Lives Matter and things like that. And uh, she told her husband, um, next thing you know, they're going to be pulling down statues. And, and he's like, oh, I don't think that's going to happen. Sure enough, what are they doing? What are they doing? Yeah. What is comical with this counterculture in the United States? And I'm actually I live uh, in I don't live in there anymore. I still live in Mississippi, but not Vicksburg, Mississippi. I'm from Vicksburg, Mississippi, originally where the Civil War was. And I know I do know that General Ulysses S. Grant came down and helped unify the Union, helped end slavery. Well, the these counterculture people have tore down statues of Ulysses S. Grant. They've tore down statues of Abraham Lincoln. And uh, and my mom recently passed away uh, in August, but about a year before that, uh, when I showed her all that, uh, I texted her a picture. She said they don't even know their history, and they don't. They just they're they're just looking to destroy something. Yeah, they'll find any excuse to destroy something. So, you know what we got to worry about, Brett, is um, you know what what's what's coming next you know because Biden's really really pushing for gun control and of course um you know there was a, there was a recent attack in uh, South Africa where um the, this man he he got stabbed in the head with a screwdriver and and uh, they they beat the shit out of him yet he still managed to grab his pistol and and kill him now now he's He's on trial for his life for murder for for defending his life, and they're charging they're charging him with murder after after all this, you know this is what's coming to the United States if we're not careful, you know and who knows you know they they disarm us, you know look at our our rural areas where the cops have to take their time to get there, you know it's they um, calling nine one one really quick isn't. Uh, it only takes one second for a criminal to pull the trigger, but uh, could you live in a rural area? It could take ten minutes for the police to show up. We got to understand in our in our rural areas, could they could be the more dangerous areas than like downtown Chicago? Yeah, and and this is why I'm more or less anti gun control for, for a lot of reasons. But yes, in rural areas, it takes a while for the cops to get there. Number one. Uh, number two, though, I mean, even in urban areas where a lot of high crime exists, you need to be able to defend yourself. 
And I always find it comical that a lot of these far left uh, leaders, um, African American like Jack, Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, they're they're pra- they're praising gun control and want more gun control in their community. They need to read a history book. The very first, I'm talking about the very first gun control laws in this country were passed so blacks could not defend themselves against race mob, racist mobs. Um, you know, because, you know, during the days of slavery, a free black, a black man could buy his freedom. Uh, he could run away to the north. And if he was declared free and his kids were born, they were born free. But they couldn't own firearms. And that was the first gun control laws implemented in this country. And they're sitting there crying for gun control. Talking about Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton. It's comical. And what good is gun control going to do when, you know, guns are still... These criminals, they don't, they don't go into a, a sportsman shop or a, any gun shop like, I, like how I got my guns. No, they get them out of the back of somebody's car. So... You know, and if and if they impose gun control and that's how I got to buy guns, then so be it. But I am not going to allow my household to be defenseless. Agreed. And here is another argument that gun control advocates use. Okay, they say the biggest argument, and I've been to Japan and I lived in South Korea, and they would say, well, the only reason we're safer than you guys is because we don't allow guns as much. I said, that's not the whole story. What other people uh, go to Switzerland? In Switzerland, every I think every male is required to own a firearm and undergo firearm training, and they have to go to the range about two to three times a year to make sure they know how to safely operate a firearm. Switzerland has one of the lowest crime rates in the world, even lower than South Korea and Japan. Hmm. It is not. I mean, in Switzerland. And that's the argument the NRA uses. It's not well known, but it, but it is true. Switzerland, almost everybody owns a gun. And they have one of the lowest crime rates in the world. I mean, some people can, you know, you, you can see some people carrying their guns into McDonald's. Hmm. Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> I don't, I mean. That, 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 and also, some of the countries with the strictest gun laws, not always, but you have South Africa, where it's very, very hard for an average person to get a gun. They have the second highest murder rate in the world. Venezuela, I think, has the highest, and they have strict gun control laws, too. Mexico has strict gun control laws, murders off the chart. Uh, Jamaica, I think they have the third highest murder rate in the world, and they have very strict gun laws. When the gun laws in Jamaica got implemented, crime soared, and that's one reason many tourists are scared to go to Jamaica nowadays because of the crime. Well... The average part Jamaican can't defend themselves. <clears throat> and so it is a myth to say that gun control reduces crime. It doesn't. Look at Washington, D.C. When they, when they implemented the gun ban, gang violence went through the roof, and, home, and gun homicides went up. You know, Brett, have you ever watched any of the uh, Death Wish movies with Charles Bronson? No, I know what you're talking about, but honestly, I've never seen them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I obviously I I enjoy uh, just about anything Charles Bronson did, but uh, Death Wish three, um, it's it showed this elderly couple. Charles Bronson is put in this uh, community where there's a lot of high crime. Shows this elderly couple. They get a small pistol, 
and uh, along comes a cop and confiscates their weapon, saying that they illegally own a firearm. Meanwhile, all the thugs around them have all the weapons they need, and all that cop did was leave them defenseless. Yeah, and that's the thing. The vast majority of gun homicides that happen, um, it's the person has the gun illegally. So... The criminals are going to have the guns illegally, and then we're going to be defenseless if they implement the gun control laws. They're going to have their guns regardless of what happens. Doesn't matter. I mean, Joe Biden can sign any executive order he wants. He's not going to be able to take the guns out of out of criminals' hands. It's not going to happen. And he's he's basically, I he's putting a, he's putting innocent Americans right on the chopping block. And just all this stuff he's doing this. This is all very impeachable. While they, they twice impeached Donald Trump for this and that and whatever they, they can find, here he is violating the Constitution left and right, and nobody's doing a damn thing about it. Go figure. Oh, yeah, and, that is, and that's horrible. And I'm not going to accuse Joe Biden of being a pedophile. That's, uh, that's um, I mean, that's. But we all saw that picture. I mean, it's public where he was, um, where he grabbed that baby's crotch, and we don't know if it was intentional or not. But let's say it was unintentional, and he didn't know, giving the benefit of the doubt, he didn't know where he was putting his hand. That's somebody now that has the keys to our nuclear weapons. What that picture, at the very least, shows is he is too incompetent to be running the country. Oh, oh, Sonny, what's this red button do? <laughs> yeah, I mean he's. A, Apparently, right now, he's only working two and a half hours a day. I don't know that to be true, but that's what some of the sources have said. Um, so, really running the show, if you want to know the truth, are Barack Obama and Kamala Harris. See, and, and of course, even though she's up there in age, still Nancy Pelosi. She has got to go. She is all about destroying America. That, that, yeah. And I actually believe it or not, with the COVID stuff and some of the mass mandates and stuff, I side more with the Democrats on because I have some views that are liberal. But here's what I'm going to go with, though. They're not following their own rules. We've seen Nancy Pelosi with that, with the hair salon, and Gavin Newsom having that party at the restaurant when nobody was social distancing. They're not following their own rules. It's an elitist culture. Oh, no, no, no. This... This is a culture of hypocrites that are basically all about do as I say, not as I do. Yes, do as I say, not as I do, and they're not following their own rules. It was like the mayor of Denver, Colorado. He has a daughter in Mississippi that got a job here, and uh, and he encouraged his citizens to not travel when the COVID was spiking and told them all safety measures. Well, then the next thing you know, him and his wife get on a plane and come to Mississippi. Once the press got wind of it and he got his picture on the internet, he had to turn back. No doubt. And even some of the Biden supporters went to Twitter and said, you hypocrite, you told us not to travel over the Thanksgiving holidays, but you go to Mississippi to see your daughter. That's crazy. <laughs> and it's rules for me and not for thee. Huh. I mean, well, excuse me, rules for thee and not for me. That's what it basically is. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that. That's what uh, they they've been pressing since day one of this whole pandemic. You know, and I, I'm not. I've already said before, and I'll say again. I'm not going to deny that COVID is real. I had it. I you know, but it's not. Come on, it's it's not as serious as what uh, the the media made it out to be, and the fact of the matter is is that if you haven't had it, the odds are you're going to get it. Getting sick is a part of life. It's not a pleasant part of life, but it is a still a part of life. You know? Um, yeah, but what I was going to say, one of, my best, one of my best friends had it, and he said it was just like a, a mild case of the flu. His yeah. wife or one of his or one of their kids couldn't taste or smell anything, but that, that was about all the all had extra. But what I was going to say is, but 80 to 85% of the time that that's true. But the other 15 to 20% of the time, you just, you just don't know. And that's like the human body, 85% of the diseases in the human body, the body can heal itself, but you just don't know. So, but I, I mean, I will say this though, the, um, the, the thing is, if you want to limit freedoms to, for people because you're trying to get the COVID under control, I can understand why you want to do that. But the, the, the thing is like, I don't trust a lot of politicians to do that. I don't trust them if the pandemic's over to restore our freedom. That's the biggest problem I have. That some of them are going to use the pandemic for their personal gain. Oh, I don't doubt that. I, you know, I think that was the original purpose of it, you know, because uh, they started to call it a, a world pandemic when the H1N1 uh, swine flu hit. But uh, nobody took that as seriously, and I know that that was a much more serious case of the flu than COVID-19. I never got that, thank God. I, I know a lot of people that have, the majority of people I know that have had it have survived. In fact, I didn't meet anybody that died from it. But still, I, I think uh, to this day, more people have died from the H1N1 swine flu than anybody did of COVID-19. And and that wasn't treated as if uh, we got to lock everything down, stay in your house, bl wear a mask, blah blah blah, you know. And uh, I, props to Texas for lifting this. You know, we've where I live, we do not have a mask mandate, and cases have gone down. And well, it's different where I am in Mississippi. Uh, Governor Tate Reeves has, li has lifted the mask mandate in just in three days. Like, prime example, just today we've had over 600 cases, new cases, and 19 new deaths. I'm not, I wasn't for lifting the mask mandate, but what I am for is if politicians break the rules or somebody like Dr. Fauci, which mm -hmm. he was seen at a, at a Washington Nationals game last year, not wearing his mask around his neck, not covering his mouth and nose, then there needs to be extra accountability. And that politician needs to resign immediately because he's let the people down. Yes. Yes. And, uh, boy, time is ticking away. Just uh, a few other things uh, I've got to touch on, too. Um, you know, we ban Dr. Seuss. But I, I want to play this two-minute, this, uh, two, two 16-second audio clip here. Dr. Seuss is banned, but uh, this, what you're about to hear, is what's okay. The gay BCs. <laughs> you like this book? Yes. Are you a woke toddler? 
Yes. Can you say, I'm woke? I'm woke. A is for... I lie. B is for... Bye. C is for... Coming out. D is for... Drag. E is for... Equality. F is for... Family. Uh-oh. We missed a page. G is for... Gay. H is for... Hope. I is for... Intersex. J is for... Joy. K is for Kiki. L is for Lesbian. M is for Mountain. N is for Non-Binary. O is for Orientation. Very good. P is for Hands. Q is for I don't know what that's okay. Q is for queer. Queer. R is for respect. S is for sachet. Sachet. T is for trans. Good. U is for unique. V is for vogue. You know how to vogue? Yeah. You do? Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Okay, turn the page. W is for wonder. X is for X. Mm -hmm. Y is for U. And Z is for Zans. Zest. Zest. Well, the end. What was the name of this book? So we get, we banned Dr. Seuss, but that's what we're teaching our kids now. I have a problem with, with this. I don't know about you, but I have a problem with this. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 I, 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 I'll give you an example. And props to families for rising up on this one, but the, the live-action remake a few years ago, they, Disney had a Beauty and the Beast. There was going to be a kiss between Gaston and his, uh, his male sidekick. Uh -huh. But there was such a outcry. Disney banned it, banned the kissing scene. There, I mean, this is what you're teaching kids. I mean, I, I'm not saying I'm, I'm for or against gay people, but that is the parent's responsibility. That is not the school's responsibility. Uh, Brett, let me ask you, do, do you have children of your own? No, I don't have kids. Okay. I'm single and I, I don't. Okay, that, that's fine. I, I was just wondering. No, but I'm, I'm, I'm a stepfather. And uh, you know, I treat my stepdaughter as if uh, she she was my if she was mine. You know, of course I I kind of love the woman. You love the kid, and it should be the same way with stepmothers. You love the man. You love his kid. But yes, but uh, you know, I, I I'm actually glad I I skipped the diaper stage, but I jumped into the teens, and I'm de I'm still dealing with that, which is a and a a whole different. Uh, adventure on its own right there dealing with a teenage girl but um there's there's things going on there actually there is uh, somebody here in my area that was fired from a daycare center 
because she's sitting down, little kids sit, sitting down, a th I think he was between the ages of three and five, basically looking him in the eye and, and telling him, you know, you may have been born with a penis, but deep down inside, you are a girl. You know, and they drill that drill that over and over again. You know, I mean, you're obviously you're not going to do that to somebody who who's of a teenage age who can who can decide for themselves. But you do that to a kid, three to five. That's like you know, and it's like like I did to my my cousin when he was only three years old. You know, he was kind of chunky, and I said, "Boy, you're you're fat. You're fat. You're a fat little boy." And he was just giggling. Went to his mom and said, "Hey, mom, I'm fat." But uh, this, I'm a girl. C come on, what? There's something wrong with that. Oh, there's some, there's something severely wrong with that. And this whole, you can use whichever bathroom is, is comfortable for you. That puts kids in danger. Number one, um, number two, the, the legal definition of transgender is somebody who's had the surgery. Now, my personal opinion is it doesn't freak me out if somebody has the surgery but if they're a woman dressing as a man or vice versa, one, you're not legally that other gender and you shouldn't be participating in other sports. And the new policy that Biden has, it has ruined female sports. And some female UFC fighters are getting hospitalized. Oh, yeah. Like you're talking about Fallon Fox. I've already spoken outward on this and I, you know, and I had the LBGT trying to boycott me on this. I said if Fallon Fox felt like that he was a woman trapped in a man's body, um, you know, that that's for that's for them, you know, and, and they want to get the surgery and he becomes a she. I'm not opposed to that, you know. I mean, and judgments for judgments for God, and I'm not gonna pass judgment on that. I want to be very clear on, on the surgery. One, yeah. pay, either pay for it yourself or go to GoFundMe. I don't want my tax dollars paying for your surgery because you're not sure which gender you are. Oh, true. We, we, that, that is, I don't want to pay, I mean, that is not, it's not fair to force others to pay for their insecurities or their identity crisis. If they want to do it, go raise the money or go pay for it yourself. And, I mean, and that, that's what needs to go on. I mean, but if you allow, if you, if you abuse the definition of transgender, which, which, that is not a transgender somebody who does it, that's a transvestite who dresses in opposite clothes. It's a transvestite, that's not a transgender. That puts people in danger sharing bathrooms and locker rooms with people like that. Well, I, I already said, you know, getting back to Fallon Fox, you know, I mean, it's it's one thing, you know, to get the surgery. But uh, if you do that, I'm sorry, there are things in life you're going to sacrifice. If you want to be an athlete, then I'm um, sorry, we, uh, you've sacrificed that uh, privilege, you know. If we, we allow somebody like Fallon Fox to compete in the women's division of the UFC, we might as well allow steroids because she's in there doing what somebody does on steroids, and that is competing with an unfair advantage. Well, yeah, I mean, there are some female athletes, this was on Newsmax, that are suing 
um, uh, some universities and as well, and I'm sorry, the President Biden because of his, his policy with that, because she was set to get a track and field scholarship. I forget the university, but she lost badly in the last meet to two transgender athletes. Now, I'm not sure if these people had the surgery or if they were just transvestites, but nevertheless, she lost badly to them. And so they didn't get the school, didn't get her a track and field scholarship. And I think she came from a poor family. She can't afford to go to college. That's the stuff you're going to get. So also, Brett, let's, uh, let's take in the fact too of, uh, of race, even though she, I'm not trying to make things about race like a lot of people do, but, uh, you know, it's the same thing with this, uh, with what Biden has done with women's sports and, and thinking how women have fought so hard to get where they're at only to be, only to be turned around in, in this w- manner is just basically, you know, the same things, uh, we see a lot of the, the black and white people doing to the dream of Martin Luther King, if you know what I mean. Oh, I agree. And uh, Martin Luther, this is not what, what's going on now is not what Martin Luther King intended to have happen. Um, what he wanted to do is he wanted his people to have an equal shot. And it wasn't just his people. It was equal opportunity for all. Um, but he also said he believed in the Constitution. It just needed to be applied fairly to everybody. And he also believed in the Declaration of Independence. You can show, you can see that in, in his writings. Um he did not, and if you read his autobiography like I have, he did not believe in the Black Power Movement. He said the Black Power Movement encouraged violence and dissent, and it, it basically brought into like a lot of white race stereotypes because of the old white race stereotypes were that almost all blacks were violent and short-tempered and uh, couldn't handle pressure and stuff, but that's kind of what the Black Power Movement endorsed. Um, and he opposed that as well. So he was not a fan of the black power movement. He also wasn't a fan of putting white people down. And if you and people don't read his whole autobiography, they just take bits and pieces over things he said and just take it out of context. Well, it's also uh, also remember too, if uh, before Floyd Patterson fought Muhammad Ali, uh, Floyd Patterson had a lot to say about the black Muslims. And because uh, the black Muslims uh, and Elijah Muhammad, you know, they all supported segregation. And um, Floyd Patterson said, well, if I support the black Muslims, I might as well support the, the Ku Klux Klan. So I get his point, too, even though Muhammad Ali beat the shit out of him. And but, uh, yeah, his, his point was very clear. A lot of people said, oh, he he's talking out of his ass. You know, he do, he doesn't know what he's saying. I know exactly what he was saying. And he was right. Well, Muhammad Ali's son said if my dad was alive today, he would support Trump. He would not support this racist Black Lives Matter movement. And what people forget about Malcolm X and Muhammad Ali is that Malcolm X uh, went on a hajj to Mecca, and he renounced the nation of Islam and adopted regular Sunni Islam. And when he came back, he was still pretty militant, but he said that um, that he renounced his racist ways. He didn't believe that every white person was the devil and whites weren't inferior, and that's one of many reasons why Elijah Muhammad had him killed. Oh, yeah. Why the nation of Islam had him killed. And that's not that part is not mentioned in our history textbooks. 
Oh, yeah. Somebody else argued with me about that, too, the saying that Elijah Muhammad uh, said that Malcolm, Brother Malcolm, as they, as they put it, was not to be touched. No, the fact of the matter is, is that he, uh, he, came, he came back from overseas, and that, that movie with, uh, with Denzel Washington made 20-plus years ago was actually pretty accurate, too. I mean, he started out very militant and, and anti-white, but after he came, he came back from the Middle East, you know, he just he denounced the black Muslims and became became just a, a Muslim, as, as you can say. And uh, yeah, he had to fight. He understood that uh, he was going to stand up against racism towards black people, which is understandable. But he wasn't going to be militant and anti-white. He learned tolerance. And I'm sorry that he he learned the real definition of tolerance while he was overseas. He, like I said, he he didn't renounce all violence, but he renounced most violence when um after he came back from um from Mecca and from his Hajj and from and, and from all that and um but before that the reason he broke with the nation of Islam not just over white people but there were teenage girls four of them that had kids out of wedlock and that was a shame to do that well it turned out that the father of those girls were Elijah Muhammad <laughs> and if that was and Elijah Muhammad said he had a right to do that because he was the prophet like a modern day David but Malcolm X was <laughs> like if that was the case then, the, then those sisters should have not been humiliated yes and and how he knew Elijah Muhammad was the father not just Elijah Muhammad told him but Wallace Muhammad, Elijah Muhammad's son, what uh, found that out and told Malcolm X. And Wallace Muhammad broke with the Nation of Islam about the same time Malcolm X did. <laughs> well, I hate to say this; it's been a great discussion, but we are out of time, Brett. No, it's been about an hour. I understand that. No problem at all. <laughs> yeah. No, it's been a great discussion. Yes, um, I'm, we're going to hit our uh, next music set, but before we do, um, I want you to go ahead. And uh, plug uh, your uh, YouTube channel because uh, you got some good stuff to say there. Okay. Well, uh, all right. Well, my YouTube channel is the same as my name, uh, Brett Sessoms, and I talk about South Africa. I talk about events also in Asia and in America. Uh, and I have done some sports videos as well. I'm about I'm at 998 subscribers last time I checked. Too shy of a thousand. I'd appreciate it if you guys would come check out my channel. Also, check out Chris Wyatt's channel. He's a retired U.S. Army colonel who spent several years in Africa as a U.S. liaison to our African allies. And I had done a video interview with Chris Wyatt, so please check out his channel as well. All right. Hey, I appreciate you um, coming aboard and talking with me. I want I want to wish you luck and looking forward to more content. And we'll we'll have to do this again in the future because there's all there's we never run out of material to talk about. Definitely, I agree. This has been fun. All right, you take care. Take care, too. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, with that said, we're going to the next music set. Coming up, we have New Breed with Jesse Howard. Going to be followed by Dead, spelled D-E-D. -E followed by Albert Frost. Uh, the next one, it's tough for, always tough for me to pronounce this, uh, Volvodinia. And uh, finishing off the set will be Dean Chansey. That said, we'll be, we'll be back after this. 
How dare you and who in the hell fuck do you think you are? You're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we're proper gentlemen, because we always ask... Do you mind if I fart? You really know how to waste a Cialis, don't you? You're abusing my fan. Fire from the cannons. When the smoke clears, we're still standing. Just stand our ground. Fire from the cannons. When the smoke clears, when the smoke clears we're still standing. Cause we stand our ground I see a day that's coming up ahead A sad day when all the real ones are dead Better load up your pistols, your rifles, and your shotguns Better pray and read the Bible if you got one I could've did this long ago, but my time would've came and faded yeah. And God said just do right, better live right and be patient There's a day coming up when they gon' need to hear your words All your trials and tribulations, all the wisdom that you have learned They gon' burn down the cities and divide this whole nation Come on. One nation under God and we ain't riding with you Satan not the woods, we come racing Patriotic with pistols blazing, let them cannons get the banging For this younger generation, let them grow up and live, live Just the way we did let our kids have a chance before that chance is over with I'm being nice as I can get And I'm trying to be a friend But if you cross that damn line Lord forgive me for my sins Now they gon' have to kill us So chase us out of town But we ain't giving up And we ain't laying down And we straight up raising hell Until they put us in the ground So you better back up When you hear that sound of the fire From the cannons When the smoke clears Still standing, we stand our ground. Tell fire from the cannon. Come on, come on. When the smoke clears, when the smoke clears, we're still standing. Cause we stand our ground. See a day that's coming up ahead. A sad day when all the real ones are dead. Better load up your pistols, your rifles, and your shotguns. Better pray and read the Bible if you got one. Daddy told me don't you ever back down yeah. Don't let them take your land, don't let them take your house Come on. We don't give a damn what you think you're gonna do All the lies that you tell them, what you say in the news Some men ain't built for this Come on. Some men tuck their tail and hide yeah. Some men really live for this And ask for me and all mine Stand up for everything we believe in Strong and we put our family first. first. So while I'm here, still alive and I'm breathing, you cross the line, we gon' put you in the dirt. I see a day that's coming up ahead. A sad day when all the real ones are dead. Better load up your pistols, your rifles, and your shotguns. Better pray and read the Bible if you got one. Now they gon' have to kill us, so chase us out of town. But we ain't giving up and we ain't laying down. Man, we straight up raising hell until they put us in the ground. So you better back up when you hear that sound of the fire from the cannons. When the smoke clears, we're still standing. Cause we stand our ground. Tell the fire. Still standing, cause we stand our ground. They gon' have to kill 
the smoke Chase us out of town, but we giving up and we laying down Man, we straight up raising hell until they put us in the ground So you better back up when you hear that sound of the fire from the cannons When the smoke clears, we're still standing Cause we stand our ground Tell the fire from the cannons Come on, come on When the smoke clears, when the smoke clears We're still standing Cause we stand our ground Supermarkets worldwide. Are you tired of having the same old soft drink day after day, week after week, year after year? Well, the makers of Mountain Dew have solved that problem. It's Dolly Parton's Titty Sweat. Direct from the titties of Dolly Parton and freshly squeezed, too. And yes, it's 100% natural and great tasting, too. It's Dolly Parton's Titty Juice. Now available for only $19.99 a can and available at supermarkets markets worldwide. Yeah, we don't want to do anything to scare your children. That's the last thing we want to do. We don't want to scare anybody. Scare anybody. Just like you But I'm not like you Made myself this way A pillar and I'm not free Don't drop the shaggy down with
rivers of blood And outside A murder and rage I'm inside I'm out of the rain I'm inside I said I'm inside, yeah
1838, 10,000 mighty warriors came to call. They said, we've done this before. You might think we're bragging, but they're just a bunch of farmers hiding behind some wagons. By the end of the day, they were singing a different tune. There were 3,000 dead, and the farmers hadn't lost a man. That's what she called. Blessings of the Lord, cause it ain't easy to kill a bull.
In South Africa, genocide of white people, black-on-white violence, is rampant and ongoing. The South African mainstream media has kept this genocide hush-hush, and South Africa's politicians have been silent about it. It's time for the silence to end. Enter USAC, the United South Africa Coalition. USAC Incorporated comprises groups and individuals around the world working together to create public global awareness of the genocide in South Africa and to develop community restoration programs that will make South Africa a safe place for all races to thrive. To join USAC and for more information about USAC and what you can do, visit USAC.center. That's USAC.center. USAC, working to bring back a safe, truly unified South Africa. This is the Renegade Show. You have three different scenarios here, and I'll give them to you. No, I said scenarios, not Cheerios. Coming to you coast to coast and around the world on your favorite radio station. How did you get Cheerios from scenarios? All right, it's time for the Renegade Pick of the Week countdown. Here we go, counting it down all the way to number one. (laughs) Who farted? Yeah, we'd like to welcome you to the Renegade family. Does anybody even remember Doogie Howser? I think it's fair to warn you that by listening to this show, you're committing a misdemeanor in four states. Three children are asking their parents where babies come from. Two children run away and one mother ends up crying by the end of the show. This is The Renegade Show. Go to Facebook.com slash Radio Chris Master to find out days, times, and stations of where you can catch The Renegade Show. Hey everybody, it's your boy West Dog from the GF6 Show reminding you to check us out on the baddest station on the planet. For station and broadcast times, go to www.gf6.com. That's G-F-S-I-X.com. You know what we do. Blow it up.
support Outlaw Radio and friends and buy some cool stuff in the store section of outlawradioabs.com. Show the world how much you love Outlaw Radio with Outlaw Radio t-shirts and hats. In the CTM store, a service of Caravan to Midnight, find items to help make your life easier and better, including water purification by Berkey, delicious long-term storable food by My Patriot Supply, the New Eden Nutritional Support System, the Ionic Toothbrush System, a better way to clean your teeth, the Invisible Mask, a negative ion generator that hangs from your neck like a pendant that mitigates incoming pollution, the High Ion BioKey Quantum Scalar Energy Pendant, EMF mitigating fabrics and clothing, and some really cool infrared night vision binoculars. In the Cranked Up Coffee Shop, a service of Cranked Up Live, entertain your taste buds with coffee that even the aficionados love. Some of the best blends from around the world, including Serato and Grindhouse Brew. Visit outlawradioabs.com and click on the store link. A service of Outlaw Radio and AOW Productions. From the bowels of a nondescript building in a little hick town, this is Outlaw Radio. I'm not in a mood to deal with you today, you stupid asshole! All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Cold Cock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take a shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, gear up, let's train, and USAC, the United South Africa Coalition. Go to USAC.center for more information. Songs you just heard, and uh, since uh, Brett and I were discussing uh, more of South Africa there, I thought I'd throw in some South African artists, at least a couple of them. Uh, the songs you just heard, of course, uh, Dean Chansey with It Ain't Easy to Kill a Boar. Before that, uh, again, that's, I, like I said, I have trouble pronouncing this. Uh, Vovaldania out of South Africa with Mob Justice. Now, you may not be able to understand the words to that, you know, because they're in the style of like Cannibal Corpse. However, the song, if you look up the lyrics to Mob Justice, it's all about necklacing. Before that, Albert Frost with Outside. Of course, that song was about his experience when uh, he was near a farm attack. Before that, Dead, spelled D-E-D with Hate Me. And starting off the whole set, New Breed and Jesse Howard with Stand Our Ground. All right. And ladies and gentlemen, as Chris would say, it is time. This is Outlaw Radio News of the Weird. From the Outlaw Radio Newsroom, it is I, Bad Billy. Now, what's going on in the world of weird? Well, there aren't a lot of uh, news stories out there uh, this week, but. Uh, Here's, here's one uh, from HuffPost. Whoops! Attempt to deliver a new $4,200 fridge goes wrong in a hurry. Now, there's a about a two-minute video with this, so I'm going to give you some commentary. What do we got going on? All right, so they're moving the fridge on a, a hand truck or a dolly, as you might call it. There's snow all over the ground, but the sidewalk seems to be cleared. Don't know if it's slick with black ice or anything like that. 
Okay, so he uh, tipped the uh, hand truck up, and the fridge Wait, fell wait, forward. Bro. Don't be waiting to set together, bro. He was working by himself without his partner. Now they're bringing the, lifting the fridge back up. Putting it back on the hand truck to attempt to deliver it again. Looks like it's ready to fall over again. The fridge door. Oh, the fridge doors are coming off. Yeah, the fridge doors have coming off now. It's just kind of replaying it. So. Yeah, they ruined it before they even got to the door. <laughs> Yeah, here he goes. God! Why we wait, bro? Don't we wait and set together, bro? Yeah, and all the uh, insides, like the shelves to the fridge, had also fallen out. I mean, they totaled this thing. I got, well, that one guy, he totaled it. Didn't even. Now he has to go. He has to go tell the customer. Uh, hopefully, he didn't get fired for this. <laughs> All right. So. Um, Hi. I'm. Okay. I don't care what you got to say, <laughs> but uh, anyway. A doorbell camera captured the moment a new fridge became a return, and it occurred before the appliance even reached the customer's door. This was an LG refrigerator, and it was around $4,200. Chad Jones of Talmage, Ohio, told the local ABC station, Luckily, we kept our old fridge. <laughs> Wow. Just wow. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so further uh, quotes from there. Although it was his fault because he didn't strap it down or wait for his co-worker, he was already having a bad day. And he just let it go. I'll say, yeah, he's pr he probably got fired for this. <laughs> All right. So uh, you can uh, go to our Twitter, Outlaw Radio ABS, and uh, you can um, you can you can have a look at the uh, have a look at the video, read the article, see what happened. It is it is kind of funny. <laughs> Yes. Ah, oh, this one. This one looks interesting. Alaska woman attacked by a bear while using the outhouse. I got outside and sat down on the toilet and immediately something bit my butt right as I sat down. Shannon Stephen told reporters, Anchorage, Alaska. And... Uh, an Alaska woman had the scare of a lifetime when using an outhouse 
in a back country and she was attacked by a bear from below. I got out and sat down on the toilet and immediately something bit my butt as I sat down, Shannon Stevens told the Associated Press on Thursday. I jumped up and I screamed when it happened. Steven, Stevens and her brother Eric and his girlfriend had taken snowmobiles into the wilderness February 13th to stay at his yurt located about 20 miles northeast of Haines in southeast Alaska. Her brother heard the screaming and went out to the outhouse in about 115 about 150 foot 50 feet meters away from the yurt. There he found Shannon toward tending to her wound as they first thought she had been bitten by a squirrel or a mink or something small. Eric brought Eric brought up his headlamp brought his headlamp with him to see what it was. I opened the toilet seat and <laughs> and there's just a bear face just right there as it at the level of the toilet seat just looking right looking right back up through the hole right at me i just shut the lid as fast as i could and i i said there there's a bear down there we've got to get, we've got to get out of here now and we ran back to the yurt as fast as we could once, <laughs> once safe, once safely back inside, they treated Shannon with a first aid kit, and they they determined it wasn't that serious. But they would head to the Haynes, head head to Haynes if it worsened. It was bleeding, but it wasn't super bad. Shannon said. The next morning, they found bear tracks all over the property, but the bear had left the area. You could see them across the snow coming up, up, up the side of the outhouse, she said. They figure the bear got inside the outhouse through an opening at the bottom of the back door. I, I expect it's probably not that bad of a, little of a little din in the winter, Shannon said. Alaska Department of Fish and Game Wildlife Management biologist Carl Koch suspects that it was a black bear based upon photos of the tracks he saw. He saw, in fact, and in fact, that a neighbor living about half a mile away sent them a photo of the black bear on their property two days later. The homeowner yelled at the bear but it didn't react. It also didn't approach her, but lumbered about its business like it was, it was in a walking hibernation mode. <laughs> even, even though it's winter, Koch said they, they got calls about, they got calls all year round about bears being out. And 2020 was a record year for general bear prop problems in the Haynes area. Reasons that he said he could include the fact it was a poor salmon run combined with a mediocre berry crop. 
It was also possible that a bear couldn't put on enough fat when they go into the den when they when they might be out and about more more often earlier, he said. Coach suspects Shannon's wound was caused by the bears by the bear squatting uh, swatting at her with a paw rather than being bitten. Right away or either way the location might be a first. All right. Interesting, interesting situation there. Never heard of a bear hiding out in an outhouse. Of course, a black bear is definitely uh, much, much smaller than uh, that of a grizzly bear. <laughs> All right. So with that said, it is time for shower thoughts. As soon as I get to the website here, and yes, I don't have the... Uh, soundboard in yet but that that should be coming soon so let's have a look here and see what we got you know you're an adult when you miss trash day and and it ruins your entire week the 10 years between 25 and 35 are far shorter than the four years between 14 and 18 well, yeah, because as you grow older, the uh, time goes faster. As a kid, bringing McDonald's for lunch makes you look cool. As an adult, bringing McDonald's for lunch makes you look gross. You kind of just you you just kind of trust your brain that that your memories happened. Uh, Mr. Potato Head don't have genitals. They only assumed the titles of Mr. and Mrs. because that's what they identify as. Can't believe how that. Yeah, that was really fucking stupid. Really fucking stupid. S swipe based dating apps are literally just a grown up's version of Do You Like Me? Check yes or no. If someone takes years to realize just how great they, excuse me, if someone takes years to realize just how great a day really was. So let me read that one more time. <laughs> I know my third grade reading level. It sometimes takes years to realize just how great a day really was. Are you kidding? And are you serious are opposite questions, but can be used interchangeably. Vaginas are every human's first water slide. <laughs> it's kind of inappropriate. <laughs> onion rings are vegetable donuts. Oh no, I'm allergic to onions and therefore I don't eat them. Parenthood doesn't mentally hit you until you buy one hundred, until you buy one thousand wet, until you buy a one thousand wet wipes, and you know you will need more. If the evil queen in Snow White can transfer into an ugly witch, she could have easily turned herself into a more beautiful woman than Snow White. 
You know you're an adult when you put off laundry by buying more underwear. We joke about older people not being able to use technology properly, but their generations know a ton of, of different skills that we don't know how, how to do and would look equally dumb for. Somebody busted a nut to show us what sperm cells look like under a microscope. We can't save lives. We can only delay deaths. Marriage is pre-ordering a MILF. <laughs> yes. <laughs> getting one's first gray pube is more emotional than getting one's first pube. The room of requirement was probably used for sex. A lot. Somebody created copy and paste function and and is unusing hero to, to many. <laughs> okay, let me say somebody somebody created the copy and paste function and is an and is an unsung hero to many. Okay. Didn't make sense at first. Someone in France was so mad at egg whites they beat the crap out of until they became, oh God, I don't know what that word is. Fuck it. Fuck it. The day we celebrate someone's first birthday is actually their second. It's a good thing that muscles aren't silent. Are you sure about that? Oh, no. Vegans and non-vegans both love animals. Zoom taught us that the real people get physical book. Excuse me. Zoom taught us that the real person, the real, excuse, oh, man. Vegan, excuse, Zoom taught us that the reason people get physical books is to use them as a display behind themselves. Singing to yourself is perfectly acceptable, but talking to yourself is frowned upon. Oh no, if I hear someone, if I hear it, it can get annoying if they don't have a decent voice. Fat is an evolutionary armor. Jeff Bezo has more money than the amount of times your heart will beat in your lifetime. Medieval witches would envy our access to magic and cats. You know you're an adult when you get annoyed at your supermarket being arranged and nothing is where it used to be. Yeah, I think uh, that's, that's one that uh, could easily be agreed on there. If a centaur and a minotaur have a baby, there's a one-fourth chance it will be a normal human. Movie trailers don't seem as exciting anymore, but without these, without those deep-voiced, excuse me, movie trailers don't seem ex ex as exciting anymore without those deep-voiced, dramatic trailer announcers that 
the the 70s, 80s, and 90s trailers had, you know. It's one thing. I'll just I'll comment on this, too, is uh, a lot of them don't need narration by the way they put it together with epic music and such. If you just take an old movie like the Rocky movies, for example, and go to YouTube, type in uh, Rocky modern trailer, and you, some odds are somebody's made it, you know, the Indiana Jones with, uh, say, the first one I saw was... Uh, um, that was a modernized trailer was uh, the 1988 Carl Weathers movie Action Jackson, which they used uh, they used that song by uh, Eminem and Pink uh, won't back down and actually they, they did an excellent job with it too. Yeah there's I mean there's some people you know like I stated before, you know you got uh, that uh, deep talent pool out in the Midwest of musicians you know put their stuff on the internet. You've also got people who put stuff together on uh, YouTube that are just geniuses and actually should be making some kind of small fortune for the work they do. So anyway, let's get back into a few more shower thoughts. Prior to the invention of electric light bulbs, every diner was a romantic candlelit dinner. If a genie ever says you only get three wishes, you... You can just write down a hundred, a hundred on a piece of paper and wish them all them all come true. Never thought of that. I wish all these wishes would come true. Oh shit! You got it. You'd have everything you want. Tenderizing meat is giving it a post mortem massage. You are technically can you are. Technically, canon in the movies set. Let me repeat that. You are technically canon in movies set in the present. Don't know. That doesn't make any sense to me. Palm readers must be really good at reading between the lines. Craig's sister was willing to let him and sit Smokey get killed over two. Over $200. Okay. Uh, Craig's sister was willing to let him and Smokey get killed over $200. Okay. And I, I don't know. It doesn't ring a bell. Don't, don't know any, any background on that. So Mirrors are amazing. They show you who you are. Your dreams go smaller as you grow older. Excavators are technically diesel-powered assault shovels. February 22nd, 2222, uh, a better way to read it, is the 22nd day of the, 20, of the 22nd month of the 22nd year in the 23rd century. Everything sleeps by, pretend, by pretending to fall asleep. We pass apart in our life teaching random pieces of metal. All right. And ladies and gentlemen, that will do it for News of the Weird slash Shower Thoughts. All right. And that will do it for this edition of Outlaw Radio. Now, uh, what's on the agenda for next week? Hopefully, I'm going to get uh, Brandon Esch uh, next week 
And then, of course, Shauna O'Donnell is, she's got somebody. I don't know who I'm going to interview first. You know, I'm going to go here. There's, she's asking me to, uh, there, there's a couple she's asking me to interview. So that should be interesting. Then, of course, uh, Rock in the Spring is going to be coming up in the next three months. So, you know, going to be focused on that. Going to see who I can get on the show prior to that. And, uh, yeah, it'd be more and more interesting shows. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's a band called Pray for Sunday. Wants, she wants, uh, Shauna wants me to uh, interview uh, th- them, or at least one of them, I'm not sure. And uh, also, uh, let's see. Uh, she wants me to get, get a hold of uh, Dead uh one of the band members of Dead Animal Assembly Plant. That's an interesting name. Dead Animal Assembly Plant. All right, so I'm going to end the show with Diamante and Dirty Blonde. Thank you very much for tuning into Outlaw Radio, and I will be back next week. Are you tired of modern pop music that sounds like a dog fucking a squeaky toy? Well, that's why you're listening to Outlaw Radio. We tell bad bed music to piss up a rope. We give you our opinions, and if a fight breaks out, so fucking what? This is Outlaw Radio.
Hey everyone, Bad Billy here. Do you own a business? Or perhaps you're in a band? Or maybe you run a radio show or podcast? Whatever you do, you want to market your brand with custom-made apparel. Look no further than fresh-baked tees. T-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, caps, beanies, koozies, banners, and even masks. You can get them all custom-made from Fresh Baked Tees. Prices are reasonable and negotiable. Simply go to freshbakedtees.com, submit your logo, and place your order today. If you've been searching for a show that talks about what's trending in the world, entertainment gossip, stupid news, and more, sizzling talk radio that is not dumbed or watered down, a show that is not for pussies, then you need to stop searching and check out The Charles Richardson Show. It's uncensored talk radio. No crybabies. No losers. No fucktards. Charles Richardson and crew bring it 100% with real opinions. If you can't take it, Get the fuck out. You can even call the show and flap your gums, provided you have a brain. For the 411 stations and showtimes, like The Charles Richardson Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Charles Richardson Show. Some material may not be suitable for children under 18. The Charles Richardson Show. You want some? Come get some. Every dishonest member of the failing American news media. Let me explain why you've never been less trusted, less credible, or less respected. For decades, you ignored calls from millions of gun owners to just tell the truth. All you had to do was just get the facts right about our guns and our freedom. But you never even pretended to listen. Instead, you weaponized the First Amendment against the Second. And now the whole country sees you for the mockery we've always known. Your claim to the truth is as legitimate as a thief's. If the fate of individual freedom had rested in your hands, America would have fallen long ago. But Americans put their trust somewhere else. And now in that place stands the most trusted defender of individual freedom in American history. We're the National Rifle Association of America and we're freedom's safest place. Hi, it's the Big Voice Guy. The one who intros and promos the show you're listening to right now. Hi, my name is Jim Hunt. I voice for a growing list of internet and terrestrial radio stations, podcasts, and businesses. I'd love to spread the word about yours, too. No matter if the message is serious or silly. Whether you want the delivery to be hard-hitting, voice of authority, or conversational, warm, and fuzzy. From fully produced station imaging and commercials to custom phone system messages on hold and IVR prompts, voiceovers for computer games to narrations for presentations, even post-production audio editing and audio cleanup services. Yeah, I do them too. I'm your guy. I do business as Jim Hunt voiceovers and audio services. My rates are reasonable and negotiable because I love internet radio too. Visit my website, jimhuntvo.com. I'm Jim Hunt, at your service. Put my voice and audio production skills to work for you. Let's do this. You have been listening to Outlaw Radio. Be sure to leave your feedback by 
calling 208-957-7016. All feedback is played and replied to on the show. Visit our official website at OutlawRadioABS.com. Outlaw Radio is a presentation of AOW Productions. We're here, I am sitting on a porch, writing another song. like me man can't you see because you can't go wrong with one good outlaw song the outlaw song George Jones Can't go wrong 